Welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm Lori LeBay, your host and founder of the show. Um, for those of you that are new, um, I just want to give you a little background about us. Be- bottom line, Alzheimer's Speaks is an advocacy-based company, one that provides multiple platforms to shift our dementia care culture from crisis to comfort worldwide. And we believe that by focusing on just sharing information and having these natural conversations like we do here on Alzheimer's Speaks, that we're going to be able to remove some of the stigmas attached to memory loss and help connect people to um, important services, tools, and products that will help them live a better life. At our, at our core, um, we believe collaboration is the only way we're going to win this battle, and we know that it's working because of all of your clicks, your likes, and your shares. You, each one of you, have had such a huge impact on raising Alzheimer's and dementia awareness. You see, when you share the information and the content that we push out, if it's on the radio show, the blog, the website, our dementia chats, our dementia-friendly initiatives, you are pushing it out to your sphere of influence. And, you know, when people see things, it becomes more common, it becomes more normal. And when they're ready to grab it, um, you know, they know where to go and, um, it just makes life a little bit easier. So I want to thank you, and I hope that you all continue to um, share our information when you see it there. Um, because, again, even those couple of seconds are having a huge impact on people. And because of your likes, you know, we were named the number one influencer online by Share Care and Dr. Oz. And, again, we couldn't have done that without you. Um, today we are going to have a really interesting show. Um, we are going to be talking about superfoods and, um, we have Franco Romero with us, who is the co-founder and CEO of Nourish. And he, um, just to give you a little background about him, he received his MA in public policy, which focuses on aging and aging policy. He also received his MPH where he was, uh, he kind of favored public health administration, and um, he's been a consultant in the healthcare industry for over 25 years, focusing on centers of excellence. So he gets the whole aging piece. Um, Franco and his partners started Nourish um, to seek an alternative and a natural solution to age-related illnesses. Um, and that affects all ages, not, not just seniors, not just people with dementia, um, but I think this conversation will have an, an impact and a value for everyone. So welcome, Franco. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you in the studio today. It's yeah. always always fun to have visitors um, live um, on the show here. Um, let's start with, you know, what inspired you to come up with Nourish? The inspiration for Nourish actually started way before actually the idea of even developing any kind of a product around uh, superfoods. As you you pointed out, my background is in uh, public health, and I've had a history of working as a healthcare consultant 
with areas of gerontology mm-hmm. and epidemi- epidemiology. And basically, for those people who don't know what uh, epidemiology is, it's, it's the study of disease. Mm-hmm. And so I've always had a fascination for how people age mm-hmm. and why they age the way they age. So going back many years, I, um, I had a, the opportunity to look at aging from a different perspective than most people did. I, my job was basically as a healthcare consultant was to go around the country and look at the services and the treatments that were available for people who were suffering from all sorts of different types of aging-related issues. So I was basically focused on centers of excellence. What I noticed throughout that time was that people who were suffering from ailments as they were aging, it wasn't just those that were getting older. It was basically people even younger. I consider disease-related issues at a younger age to be an aging-related issue. It's a, it's a progression of aging that happens too soon for a lot of younger people. So the interest started there where what I saw throughout those experiences was that the common denominator there was malnourishment. And even though we were treating all these conditions with these very sophisticated treatments and services and medications, it wasn't until I started realizing that the core of what was happening here was malnourishment in different forms that I realized that people were really missing a big piece. So from that, I started developing an interest and started researching malnourishment and aging and disease-related issues. Uh, But it wasn't until we actually, myself and my wife, started to experience from a personal level what was going on uh, in our lives as my wife was diagnosed, Charlene, who was also one of the founders of the company. She was diagnosed with MS. 18 years ago, and eventually I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, and my other business partner, Bob, was diagnosed with uh, diabetes type 1. Even though we didn't know Bob at the time, he was on a similar path of research, and uh, through a mutual friend, we found each other and uh, started comparing notes and realizing that we were coming up with the same answers. People are simply malnourished, and they need to start getting educated and putting that type of nutrition back in their body, and that was the impetus for Nourish. Wow. It's uh, It's it's, kind of a lengthy story. Sorry about that. No, but it's really interesting because I think all of us have something going on and we know it's not right, but we don't know how to fix it. And like, you know, for me, I mean, I don't really have significant health problems, which knock on wood. Is there any in this place? You know, (laughs) Um, but you know, for me, it's probably more um, weight loss. And I know I don't eat well. I mean, I just know that I don't, I don't, I, I don't eat my vegetables and fruits that I should. I don't eat at the right times of the day or the portions probably that I should. Um, because of my lifestyle, I'm just really busy. So a lot of times I will, I'll eat like one meal a day and it'll be late at night. And then I'll, you know, I might grab something in between, um, if I'm lucky or else I'll just, you know, have a coffee or, <clears throat> or tea or something like that. So, and I know that that's not good and I can feel the difference. I can see the difference in my body, but I can, I can feel it, um, <clears throat> throughout my body and especially with my brain too, 
you know, you get sluggish or I'm not remembering. And, and I really don't think, and, and I could be in denial too, you know, <laughs> since my mom had dementia. Um, but I know what I feed my body has a difference, has an effect on my brain. And, and I can feel that stuff pretty instantly. Yeah, you know, the, the thing is that there is this misconception going on that eating is really just sort of an instant gratification issue that people need to eat because they're hungry. They need to eat because it's a form of survival, but it's never really viewed as what am I doing to my body as I am eating these things. So when we talk about eating and eating better, Mm -hmm. it's always about kind of the things that you shouldn't be putting into your body Mm -hmm. as opposed to what are you putting into your body as well as what are you well, what shouldn't you be putting into your body? Like all that Halloween candy? Like all, <laughs> it's torture. It is, it is because, um, well, for, for instance, sugar is, an, is a tremendously, um, how should I say, it, it's not a good mm-hmm. thing to be putting in your body. And it's in everything for the most part. And it, you know, there's enough research to show that an, an enormous amount of sugar intake has some serious effects on the body as well as the brain. And so we don't appreciate, and I see this all the time, we simply do not appreciate what nutrition, real nutrition, does for people as they're getting older. And I don't care if you're two years old or, or, or 80 years old. You have to start taking that seriously, very seriously, even as a form of discussion or debate about what to do in this country regarding health care. Mm-hmm. It is a huge issue that isn't get talked about. Uh, we we rarely talk about health in terms of in terms of healthcare, at least not in this election cycle. But we need to start understanding how to prevent these things from happening. Mm-hmm. And and with Alzheimer's and other other illnesses within the dementia umbrella, there are so many things that people can do to start taking care of those issues. Now, a lot of people think that because they have they have some family member that has Alzheimer's or they have some sort of dementia related illness that they're predisposed to having that condition and they're basically just buying their time yep. until it happens. Though there may be science behind some of that, there is science that also shows that if you put you know, a tr- and I mean a tremendous amount of nutrition in your body to kind of off- offset and recalibrate your body. Mm-hmm it can actually have long-term benefits for you. It may actually reduce your risk significantly. Yep. And, and I think we've heard that for a long, long time. And I, and I like the piece that you, you said, you know, we talk about what we shouldn't do, but we don't talk really about what we should do. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll share my experience a little bit uh, later, you know, with the product and um, how I was really pleasantly surprised um, with it, but why don't you talk a little bit about what's what's in this and and how do you know do people need a whole new refrigerator for all this food or you know is it a blender you know what what is the product how is it used and and why is it helpful what's the science behind it Okay, it, what I'd like to do if you don't mind is I'll, I want to just take a, a step back a little bit so that people understand what superfoods are mm-hmm. because right now superfoods you're starting to hear it a lot but it's typically within the context of a lot of marketing. Mm-hmm. So people, as with anything, have to be really aware and informed about what it is that 
they're doing with superfoods if they're going to try to use it for something effective. And for instance, if you go into a grocery store right now and you go into produce sections or into the healthy wellness sections, you'll start to see signs all over the place for superfoods. Mm-hmm. And people, like with almost anything else that's marketing-related, they look at it and they go, oh, superfoods, yep. I'll, I'll do it. I, you know, it's, I'm going you know, to try it because it's the sexy thing this yep. year. And so superfoods in its purest form is, is just fruits, vegetables, greens, uh, herbs, uh, grains, gluten-free grains, if pre- preferably. It's, it's the things we've been doing already. Okay. Okay. But what people tend to think is that if they go into a store, a grocery store, and they buy themselves some lettuce and some tomato – and maybe throw in some broccoli or celery, and they do that once or twice or three times a week, that they're set. And That'd be me. That'd be you. <laughs> and that would probably be about 90, 95, 99% of the population. Yeah. And they think, okay, I'm done. And then, even, and then you have to, on the other end, you have the pure juicers mm-hmm. who will go into the grocery store and spend an obscene amount of money mm-hmm. for all of this vegetable and fruit and produce and and then they come home, and most of them, if they're, if they're really religious about it, they'll, they'll do it every day, and it's a messy proposition. And, and yet they still don't know what they're doing with that superfood intake. They, mm-hmm. don't, they don't know how much value it's giving them because it's hard to do that. When you go into a produce section, you don't know exactly how rich those fruits and vegetables and greens are. There's nothing that says, here's truly the full scope of what you're getting nutritionally. Oh, they may share a little bit of vitamins and, and mineral mm-hmm. content, but they don't give you the full school, scope. So people get misled into thinking, if I do a little bit of this, I'm okay, and I'm on my way. And that's a good start in terms of baby steps. Mm-hmm. But superfoods in its purest form are just foods that have a, a medicinal, functional quality to them. They've been shown through research, typically, mm-hmm. that they have been able to help you with some with some bodily condition, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and that basically applies for any fruit, vegetable, greens, grain. I mean, you could basically, you could find research on all of them and it says that it supports it. What we found was that people, because people don't know, and because oftentimes, more often than not, people get misled mm-hmm. into thinking that, you know, there's this one beautiful singular ingredient that I have to take and it's going to change my life. Um, like, for instance, the rave right now is probiotics, which is important, but it's not going to be the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. Then once people start educating themselves and realizing that every fruit, every vegetable, every green, every grain has its own nutritional value, and they try to buy all of that, it would be very expensive. Mm-hmm. It would be extremely expensive. And as I mentioned before, not only is it expensive, but it's time-consuming. It becomes a chore. And so even the best of best people with intentions – best intentions will find that they'll do it for a couple of weeks. They'll buy their, a nice $400 juicing machine and they'll buy hundreds of dollars worth of produce, half of which will get rotten on their counter, on the kitchen counter, and then they give it up. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. What we did was when we started to look at how to get this to people in the most, in the most efficient way possible and mm-hmm. also cost-effective way possible, we started to look at what's called the freeze-drying process of foods, which is basically 
taking foods and just absorb, extracting the liquid out of them and just keeping the nutrient value in them so that we could take all this wonderful nutrition from all these wonderful different forms of produce and, and greens and grains and be able to put it in a powder form into a canister that they basically could put in a glass of water or something that they like to drink with, shake it up, and go. Mm-hmm. And if we can show that it had a significant nutritional value to it and that it was actually something that could be effective in helping their health, we felt that it would be a win-win for the consumer. Mm-hmm. And, that's what we, and that's how we developed the Nourish product and the Green Energy product itself. So... When we did Green Energy, which is the name of our product, when we did that product, we were looking for what's called the ORAC, strength of the product. In the world of greens, mm-hmm. in, in the world of, of superfoods, one way to test the power of a product is to see how much ORAC, and that's O-R-A-C, oxygen radical absorbance capacity, see what it has. The higher the ORAC, the more it has in terms of phytonutrients, which I could talk about in a little bit, and antioxidant power in it, which means how strong is it, how effective is it in being able to fight off the radical, the free radicals in your body? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, those are big culprits in terms of the decay of, a, of the body's cell and in its ability to function properly, which whether it's in your, any part of your body or in your brain, that's an extremely important piece. Okay. And, you know, out of all of that, people are probably, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself of what's similar to this when I was a kid. And I can't remember the name of it, but what was it that, the, a- that the astronauts had, you know, oh. but, but that was a, the big takeoff, you know. But what the heck was that called? <laughs> and, and I know it's tang. In, in Tang, and it's nothing like that, but it was pitched yes. like this. And yet it's nothing in comparison. No, it's funny you brought that. <laughs> you bring that up because we, at various places where I do have a chance to talk to people like in mm-hmm. this format, um, that comes up more often than not. Because if Tang did anything, and it wasn't a lot, but if it did anything, <laughs> um, it was in its, in its ability to start making people aware mm-hmm. that there are other ways in which to get these types of nutrients. Now, mm-hmm. in their case, they were there wasn't much in there, but mm-hmm. it was very much a marketing thing, and it was mostly sugar. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, sugar is going to make you feel good. <laughs> um, but it was a very effective marketing ploy for about 10, 15 years. They did mm-hmm. quite well. And it did raise some awareness in terms of the importance of nutrition in, in somebody's diet. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, but by and large, though, I will say this that when we went to create this blend, if people are familiar with greens and green superfood blends, and it's a very small uh, portion of the population, mm-hmm. but growing, they'll know, many of them will tell you that they're not very good tasting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hard to choke down. Uh, they're grainy. The experience isn't pleasant. And uh, in general, it's just, it's just something that they do, like with most other things, and they'll try it, and then they'll, they'll stop. We spent two years, almost two years in the lab, uh, perfecting the flavor profile with organic flavors so that we could make it palatable to the mainstream consumer. And, and as I told people, our focus groups when we developed our product were children between the ages of 5 and 15 because those are the types of 
sort of consumers that will come in without any bias. Mm -hmm. Because if we were to do it with adults who I consider to be the big babies, mm -hmm. um, we would, <laughs> it would be much more difficult to find a flavor profile. Adults have a harder time accepting that nutrition uh, has – if nutrition isn't tasty or, or instant, mm -hmm. um, they don't do it. Or, mm -hmm. so, so we had to really work hard at making all of these raw superfoods very tasty. Well, I remember when uh, when you first gave me, you know, a jug of this stuff. The first thing I did was smell it, yep. and and that and it smelled fine. And then I tasted it. I was stuck. You know, I licked my finger and I poked it in there <laughs> and I tasted it. Yes. And, and I was shocked because it it actually it, it reminded me of Kool Aid, which uh, again yep. is very sweet. Um, but it it had this sweetness to it, and I thought, is this filled with sugar? What's the deal? Because it it was. Very palatable, it you know, and it wasn't at all what I expected, right. at all. And I thought, oh, I can, I think I can do this. <laughs> and that's huge because the huge when when we time and time again, the biggest barrier for people is overcoming the smell, the taste, the texture. Despite the fact that they should know that this is overwhelmingly important for their bodies, they won't do it if it doesn't meet their smell, taste texture profile. Mm -hmm. I mean, many people will walk away from it. And that's unfortunate. The ones who do walk, you know, who accept it for what it is. And by the way, I, I, as I said, we spend a tremendous amount of time with the flavoring profile and the texture profile because there's a lot of people that don't like it when it's on their tongue and it's grainy and stuff. So we made sure it wasn't like that. But we spent so much time on that be, you know, because we wanted to make sure that, that we can make this a consumer-friendly, mainstream-friendly type of type of product mm -hmm. i was i was also surprised um when i went to make it how easy it was because for me you know i mean i have friends that are doing protein drinks all the time i don't have time for that and it really it, it it takes a minute you know i have my little bullet and you know i get my ice and i measure my stuff out and um you know, for me, one of the things that I did poo-poo with it, which I'm 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 going to change that now because uh, is when I travel. It's like, well, this will be too difficult when I travel, and it's like I have a little teeny bullet I, that can fit into my suitcase. I'm in a hotel. All I need is ice and water and in right. my powder, and I can pick up a banana at the airport. So right. I mean, I really have no excuses in a lot of the hotels. I can just run down and grab a banana. So. Um, you know, and then I'm, I'm done. And I was shocked how, how palatable it was, yep. you know, and I was, um, shocked at how filling it was. And yep. I really, I wasn't hungry for me. I had a, probably a more difficult time trying to drink more of them because I, I wasn't hungry. Right. And, and, um, Again, when we went to develop this, it was so important for us. We, we live in, an, in, a, in a society, in a world of instant gratification. Mm -hmm. And so we, we had to make sure that we could make this without, without doing something synthetically or processed like you would have with these unfortunate instant drinks that people drink all the time mm -hmm. and really hurt their body. We needed to make sure that we could satisfy as much as we could the sort of the immediate experience of drinking it. It's un and I say this again, it's unfortunate because the people that we tend to see more who are willing to accept the whole concept of super nutrient nutrition are the people that have illnesses. 
that are already down that road and are looking for the silver bullet to get better. Those that, uh, that feel like they're invincible, that they're healthy today, that, um, that they, they need instant gratification or forget it, those are the kind of people that have a harder time understanding that nutrition is important regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what it might feel or taste like. But again, we did a nice job, I think, of addressing those issues. Well, and, and one of the things I remember having our conversation is I'm I'm a, a supplement queen, and, and I kind of go on and off this where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do all my supplements. My whole medicine cabinet is filled with all my different supplements, and then I stop, and I don't really see a huge difference um, when I do that, but it's uh, um, but it's costly. It's very, very costly, and I got the impression, you know, when we were talking that if I did this, I wouldn't need to do that. Right. And, and and I would have a lot more room for other things in my medicine cabinet. I could buy more makeup. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, you know, th- there would be a lot more out-of-pocket stuff you, mm-hmm. you can have, you can use that money with. That's, that's also part of the equation is mm-hmm. the convenience and the affordability. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, if... I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say something that I, I think most people aren't gonna be shocked by. This okay? When they walk into a healthy wellness section of the store and they get overwhelmed by the thousands of products, literally that are on the shelf, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that those individual products, those individual ingredients, have their medicinal value to them. But in many instances, in many instances, what the industry has done is overwhelm the consumer with so much product intentionally so that they really don't appreciate the simpleness of nutrition. Mm -hmm. In other words, they'll go out and they'll spend a lot of money on multivitamins, a lot of money on minerals, a lot of money on proteins, a lot of money on probiotics, a lot of money on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you walk out of the grocery store with with a hundred dollar bill or two hundred dollar bill, mm-hmm. and then you made a real key point, and then you really take all this stuff and you don't really feel much of a difference. Mm-hmm. You know you're doing something well for yourself. You know that it's important, but you don't feel it. Yep. One of the things that we pride ourselves on, in fact, one of our models is models is that it, that nourishment and our type of nourishment is nutrition you can feel. Mm-hmm. You should be able to feel something. Now it may not be like life-altering feeling right away. And that's, again, back to mm-hmm. the instant gratification of our society. Oh, my goodness, you know, I didn't feel anything yet today or, or yesterday or this morning when I woke up. But if you give it time mm-hmm. to actually do something in your body, if you give it the kind of infusion that you need, your body will start to change and it will start to feel better, mm-hmm. whether it's physically or mentally. Mm-hmm. And so nutrition should be something you feel. Nutrition should be something that when you take it over time, it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it should not have to cost you hundreds of dollars to do it. Superfoods gives you the luxury of being able to get, depending on the food, proteins, your, your, um, your fibers, your vitamins, your minerals, your antioxidants, your, your uh, phytonutrients. It is a multi-purpose type of food. And that's why you can't just pick up a tomato and a, and a lettuce. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But you've got to be more aware that every plant 
every vegetation, every green out there, every grain has a medicinal, a nutritional value to it that's different than the other. So they're not all the same. If you can get it into a simple container where it's cost effective, you've accomplished so much for people. Well, and I think, too, a lot of times the way we cook our foods, we might be getting all those great foods, but we we cook the substance out of them a lot of times, and we're really not getting the nutrients um, that are that were once there because of how we've decided to prepare it. Yeah, that, that there is there's a lot of debate whether or not um, you lose some of the nutritional mm-hmm. value through cooking. There is. Mm-hmm. I mean, in some instances, you will lose some of the nutritional value uh, of a particular type of food by cooking it. In other instances, it actually heat will actually help to break down the the cell walls of a particular vegetable or a particular or a particular grain or fruit, and it actually allows some of the actual nutrients of that cell wall that would normally not come out to actually come out and be more effective. I think one of the most uh, common instances of that, which is which there's a lot of debate about this one too, but I think a little more appreciation of it, and I'm mm-hmm. not advocating it, but is in, in coffee. Um, actually, the coffee bean itself actually has tremendous amount of antioxidants, and if, if consumed properly, it actually is beneficial for you. When you heat it up, it extracts more of the nutrients off the cell walls and actually becomes a benefit that way. So, you know, again, this gets into sort of, sort of the, the, the microism of... of of every fruit and vegetable, but there's pros and cons to doing heating or not heating or freezing or not freezing. Mm-hmm. But by and large, it, heating does often um, often take destroy the nutrient value of things that you're trying to intake. Okay, so we talked a little bit about you know what makes um, nourish different from some of the others. Can you dive a, a little bit deeper into that in terms of? How do you know what to pick? I mean, because I, I mean, I went to the, like the vitamin shop, and there's just rows of stuff to yeah. pick from. And you know, for me, because I'm I'm naive, I, I don't really know this. I rely on the salesperson to point me in the right direction. Well, that's what most people do. <laughs> they then you know, and and why not? You know, you're you're not expected to be an expert in in all of these ingredients. Uh, what what set us apart, and again, I'll go back to this, the simplicity and yet the complexity of mm-hmm. what we did. We understood that, first and foremost, the body has always been, uh, was, was created, I should say, to be more available, more conducive to foods versus versus other types of sources for, for nutrients. So we figured, okay, let's go back and, and find the strongest superfoods that give people all forms of different nu- nutrition. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that have high levels of, like I said, phytonutrients, antioxidants, they, prov- they can provide key ingredient nutrients like vitamins and minerals that can help the body create those. What we were trying to do is basically make it simple so that people didn't have to go into a store and get overwhelmed by mm-hmm. everything. Now, there are other greens in the market. And mm-hmm. so we spend an inordinate amount of time making sure that our greens was not only the most comprehensive, and how do we know that? We know that because of the testing that we've done with the ORAC testing, but we also know that in comparison to other greens blends, 
there will be green splints that alkaline the body. There are green splints that detox the body. There are green splints that provide an insane amount of antioxidants or phytonutrients. But ours provides it all. So what we're, again, we're trying to simplify the process for people and say, here is basically an all-purpose superfoods blend, a life-source superfoods blend. Everything you need sort of to generate your own energy and wellness is in this blend. You don't have to go out and buy it in five or six different things that people are right now having to do, much less having to buy a whole carton full of groceries, uh, produce at a grocery store. So it's the comprehensiveness of our blend and, and the way that it's been tested for its strength that I think sets us apart in terms of why why we feel we have for people the, the broadest solution for their health needs. So let me ask you this, because um, with anything that's holistic or alternative, mm-hmm. um, you know, how how is this studied and who reviews it? Because I know some of our listeners are going to say, well, how do we know this just isn't their spiel? Yeah. You know, what what really is the research behind this and how is that done? You know, it's, it's inter- interesting you mentioned that because yesterday – uh, we were at a at a health fair, and somebody kind of brought up that same question mm-hmm. and, and 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 i don 't blame them for being cynical or or whatnot because there is so much information out there about everything the sort of the the cure and all be all cure we're we're you know one of the things that we tell people is that this isn't this isn't meant to cure anything, not just because the FDA tells us we can't say that but because we want people to understand this is a foundation for what they need to do to start going forward in their lives to be better in terms of healthier. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that being said, we were asked uh, we were asked, you know, how do I, you know, how how do I get away or not get away, but how do I justify being able to say, you know, that these things can happen if you take superfoods and it's really quite easy. I, I told the individual just look up, it's a real simple look. I mean, we live in a day and age where you just have to hit a couple of of, of uh, strokes on the keypad, and you can look up all the amazing research that has been done individually or in groups for superfoods. Mm-hmm. And in this particular topic of Alzheimer's and dementia, there is an enormous amount of of research out there that points to the fact that if you take superfoods, all forms of them, you know, some will say, you know, leafy greens, some will say, uh, berries, some will say apples, some will say this, that there's so much data out there, mm-hmm. okay, that says individually these types of foods have been shown to reduce the risk of Alzheimer's, to reduce the risk of some form of illness on the dementia. It's, it's out there. And you can name Harvard and Cambridge and all sorts of respectable institutions. So that's basically what we're following. It's just the science that's already there. We're simply saying, rather than trying to take all these things individually, here's an opportunity to take it all in at one time. Mm -hmm. And if you want the research, go out and research it. It's not rocket science, although Mm -hmm. sometimes they try to make it into it. Mm -hmm. It's out there, and it's really simple. And why we don't know more about it is mind-boggling because it's there for people. People can actually do so much with their health with this type of food. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. I, um, you know, I I have some friends who are very much down this path and have been for years. You know, and 
talk about, you know, how all of our food has been, um, you know, changed and, you know, the impact of all of those things and, and big pharma. And um, it's, it, it can be overwhelming, you know, when you start really researching things. Um, but I think, you know, like for me, like I said, I wanted to just try it and see before we were on the show and I ended up getting sick. So then I, I, we decided it would be best for me just to go off it and, and, um, get feeling better. And, uh, it was, it was amazing though. I was, it was so easy. I was shocked. I did, um, I did kind of crave the crunch, and then you said <laughs> you could have peanuts, and then I was totally happy. It was like I could have, I could have peanuts, you yeah. know, and I could have yeah. protein, and I could have a salad, and kind of mix those things in when I was kind of doing this almost cleanse because my body had to get used to, I guess, new foods. Basically, you know, it was it was actually eating really well. <laughs> I hadn't seen that in years. <laughs> it, it, sadly enough, um, I, I read I read this just a few weeks ago, and, and it's it should be more common knowledge now than it was maybe even a few years ago. Um, there are there's more and more research and more and more evidence to show that the number one addiction that people have, above and beyond anything else that may be illegal is sugar Mm -hmm. and that's why getting off of it is not an easy thing to do but it is so critical that you if you can't get off of it that you minimize the intake and that's intentional sugar is put in like i said in a lot of things and of course we just had the biggest uh, holiday party (laughs) for that last night and and the addiction of it is very significant and people don't really appreciate you know, they, they, they look at the immediate issues over sugar and how it how it enforces overweight issues, but it don't they don't see how it affects and they'll they're more sensitive when they're diabetics, but it is a much huger issue than people even know in terms of what sugar does for the body. They people get very uh, people get very um, alarmed when they nowadays, at least when they look at MSG and GMOs and gluten, which is something that nobody knew existed ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't really. The average person does not really appreciate the power of what sugar is doing in the decay of the body and of the of the mind. So, um, so there's a lot of education still needed in mm-hmm. terms of this area. But my philosophy has been. And this is from way back. We try to educate people and educate people and educate people. And it's difficult because it's a behavioral mm-hmm. issue. And behavior is not easy to change. So what we've done is our first generation of products, if you will, are, are, the, are the raw products, the ones mm-hmm. like that you were taking. Mm-hmm. What we hope to do in the future, and it's actually not even the future, it's actually happening right now, is that we're, we're doing something really crazy. Now, get this. We're actually putting nutrition back into foods, okay? <laughs> and, and we're doing it by infusing foods that most people would normally not consider to be very good for you uh, with nutrition. And I guess the best example of that is, is that we, um, we've already started doing super, you know, super food infusion into coffees. Mm-hmm. And I know that that, again, is a big area of debate, what, you know, how much you should drink, but he, but if you do it in moderation and if you had superfood nutrients inside of those coffees, it would be a win-win because we're not trying to educate people to the point of changing their behavior. We're simply trying to introduce nutrition into something they're already doing. And hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully that process will help them 
to educate themselves. Yeah, and I tried the tea; it was excellent. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, pretty good, isn't I'm, it? I'm more of a tea tea gal than than a coffee, unless I have a foo foo coffee, which kind of <laughs> defeats the whole purpose of what you're trying to do. So, um, I went with the the tea, and I was um, I was amazed at how how good that was too. Right. I mean, it tasted like tea. Like tea. It yeah. was it was tea, but mm-hmm. it was infused with thirty plus superfoods. It was spinach mm-hmm. and broccoli and other things in there that you wouldn't have thought could actually put in it, make it taste like tea, and, and be beneficial. So, I mean, it, it was a win-win. That's what we're trying to strive for. I, 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 we're not the first to, to do it. I think we're trying to be the most aggressive in doing it. I mean, you're seeing already in the last 10 years, the you know, I go back to probiotics, this huge rave over probiotics mm-hmm. and yogurt. Well, guess what? Those were there way before we you, you started seeing Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis on commercials doing them. And so there, there, there's an awareness factor that's, that's starting to play in there. But nutrition and food, that it's, it should be something that's a given, right? But it isn't, and mm-hmm. especially super infusion of nutrition. And that's where I believe in the future we'll, we'll go. And I'm not talking 100 years from now. In the next 10 or 15 years, if not less, you'll start to see a lot more of that. Well, and it's so it, it's funny and sad at the same time because I think of infusion. Most people are thinking alcohol, I mean, because that's <laughs> kind of been the big craze. Uh, but it but it gets them to understand the process yes. of being able to change the flavor of something, and and you're doing it with nutrients. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's just uh, people, and like, you can drive, <laughs> <laughs> and you can drive. Yes, exactly. Most people aren't again. Unless you're faced, like with a lot of the people that are uh, listening into the show, unless you're faced with a life-altering, life-changing, life-threatening condition in most instances, or you're on the other side of the spectrum and you are just a, a very healthy, conscious person, you don't take the time to sit there and understand uh, and appreciate what nutrition, real nutrition, I'm going to stress that a mm-hmm. lot, real high infusion of nutrition can do to change your life. And in our case, uh, again, with my wife, Charlene, myself, my business partner, Bob, um, in my case with the rheumatoid arthritis, I have no symptoms of that. I haven't had it in eight years. Charlene has been symptom-free for the most part in 18 years. You, you saw her. Mm-hmm. You would not know. 18 years ago, she got diagnosed. 18 years ago, she started this journey mm-hmm. with changing her diet and, and adding things in and taking things out, and then that eventually evolved into one of the impetus for Nourish. You wouldn't know that she had MS mm-hmm. or that she was diagnosed with it, and yet when she goes to her radiologist, I mean her neurologist, she, they, they constantly, when they look at their MRIs, they see that those lesions are actually getting smaller. And they don't sit there and ask why. <laughs> that's the sad thing. They yeah. don't sit there and ask why. Now, I'm not saying that that's an indictment of all of the medical community, yep. but by and large, it, it is a substantial number of the medical community, which I used to consult in, mm-hmm. do not appreciate what nutrition at a high level can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... The education process is something we're going to hopefully infuse Mm -hmm. into foods and hopefully get people to start changing as they're starting to go, whoa, I'm actually feeling a little bit better because I'm eating this because I know it has something in it that that it didn't normally have before. And what is it and why? And they'll start researching Mm -hmm. it themselves. Now, you know, some people listening are going to say, well, you know, what's this going to do for 
you know, my person, uh, my loved one who has dementia or somebody I'm caring for. And, you know, we're not here to say this is a cure-all, right. you know. Um, but one of, the th- one of the questions you have to ask yourself as a care partner is what can this do for you right. as well? Because this is just, it, it's kind of good living for, for everyone to eat smarter, to be more healthy. We've always known and heard what's good for the heart is good for the brain. Yeah. And, um, you know, and the superfood aspect, um, as we're getting educated more as a society, is is making a lot of sense, um, you know, to to be taken seriously. Now, you might get you might decide to try this for your loved one um, because they're the one in crisis. So you think. Right. But if we're honest, most of us who are caring are are in a little turmoil, too. You know, uh, when I was I was doing a research, I was doing some research for another project that I was working on. And I I looked up the definition of malnourishment. Mm-hmm. And people often think of malnourishment, uh, well, as those uh, late night commercials where you see children and families in other parts of the world that are extremely malnourished because they're not eating, mm-hmm. they're not getting the source of nutrient or food that they need. But when you really broaden the scope of malnourishment and you look at what it encompasses, um, it includes people who, for instance, are anorexic. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are people that have obesity problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you got these two huge ranges of people and everybody in between. Basically, the World Health Organization came out with a definition and, and a conclusion that of, of the 7 or 8 billion, I can't remember how many people are on this on the planet, about 6 billion are malnourished. Mm-hmm. So basically everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, you could really broaden that scope out and really capture everybody. And so, so everybody should have a vested interest in being able to take care of themselves better. So for those who are caregiving, there's plenty of, of, of research out there that indicates that depression and anxiety can cause, are caused by or can be helped by the intake or the extraction of various types of foods mm-hmm. in, in their body. It, again, it's not rocket science per se, it just if you sit down, you go, you take a step back, and you think about, you know, how people take, for instance, sugar. They'll eat a lot of sugar mm-hmm. to address their anxieties. Okay, emotional eater. Yeah, I, I can relate. Yeah, yeah. okay. No, I didn't, <laughs> no, no offense. No, no attack on you. But but that that gives you a, an example of a type of food or ingredient mm-hmm. of a food that's actually being used in a way that it shouldn't be in order to satisfy mm-hmm. mood swings. Well, there's yep. plenty of good information out there, and you don't have to read hours and hours and hours of it. I, I did a, a quick search just the other day, just you know, trying to pretend like I was the average consumer and just not really aware of superfoods, and I just started plugging in superfoods and mental health and, and d- dementia and, and Alzheimer's and, all, and various other forms of dementia-related illnesses. And just simple, easy-to-understand articles about here are the types of things you should be doing now. Don't mm-hmm. wait. If you're somebody that's a family member and you know that you're predisposed to possibly having something like this, don't wait until the symptoms start. Don't wait down the road. Do this now, okay? We all know that Alzheimer's and other conditions are things that happen over time. Why wait until it happens to start addressing it? Mm-hmm. So. The more you can start to do this for yourself uh, and infuse your body with a lot of nutrient nutrients, the better you're going to be mental health wise. And you know, mental health just does not get 
the recognition it it desperately deserves because if you look at a condition that is pervasive all over society it, it's that you call you can call it uh, fog syndrome you can call it depression you can call it mood swings you can call it whatever mm-hmm. a lot of that can be addressed by a rich 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 diet of nutrients superfood nutrients and the in the literature is out there easy to read stuff that people can do and yes they should be more proactive about it yeah i i went to a seminar um, here locally in the twin cities with a doctor who really truly believes that our foods can change a lot of things and and you know she's even talking addictions and things yes mood swings the whole Absolutely. nine yards she's like we are not she's like if you if if we would take the right tests and look you know, we can adjust things that will affect so much, but we don't. We don't take the right tests, and no one's looking deep enough. And that's just the key thing. It's the tests. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if – and again, I'm not, I'm not necessarily con- condemning the medical model, but the medical model doesn't look for a variety of things. Their lens or their scope isn't as broad enough to capture – conditions that could be captured if they were a little bit more open-minded mm-hmm. to it. Um, and so, for instance, I'll give you a really simple example, allergies. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, You have your standard blood tests that usually find most of the sort of allergies that you have. There's a whole area called applied kinesiology that looks at how the body behaves when it is exposed to various minerals and and, and vitamins and other types of elements that your body's exposed to inwardly and outwardly, there's no way that the medical community would ever use that, at least not in, not mm-hmm. right now. As a, there's, there's tests for that that are not blood-related. If you were in one of those rooms getting tested, you would think it was a little bit more like voodoo medicine, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's based on energy healing, which is a huge area of healing in eastern cultures Mm -hmm. and the beauty of it is that because we live in a in a society that needs to be proven that something works there's a lot of good science now that shows and like i tell people whether we want to accept it or not this isn't a matter of, of of religious faith or anything this is a matter of our bodies are energy, mm-hmm. okay? We can, if we break it down into the cell structure, we can look at protons, neutrons, electrons, how they flow. It's all energy. So all we're doing when we take a drug or if we're putting foods in or putting bad foods in is how are we affecting the energy in our mm-hmm. body, period. Yep. And there's enough science that shows, enough Western science that shows that it isn't voodoo. It's, it's very clear what it's doing to the body. We just don't use the right tools, mm-hmm. the right means to diagnose it properly. And sadly enough, even though we look at some of the stuff that goes out in Eastern cultures, they're far more advanced in terms of how to understand the body than we are. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I totally agree. Well, this has been a fascinating conversation. Um, we only have about five minutes left. What, what do you want to tell our audience? Um, well, ba- basically, I want mm-hmm. people to have an open mind. Now, mm-hmm. these, your audience is an audience that is looking for solutions. I really encourage your audience, go on our website, go to MyNourish.com. It's spelled without the O. We have a lot of people that mm-hmm. spell it the right way. Go to MyNourish.com, learn, take some time. It's not going to take a lot. We've broken it down into simple terms, what these types of products do, why it's important they start on this. Whether you have a loved one that's suffering from a condition a mental health condition, an Alzheimer's condition, dementia condition, 
anything that that basically needs correcting or if mm-hmm. they need it for themselves, energy-wise, health-wise, what have you. Learn about it. Get started on it now. Be a good steward of your own body and try our product. If they, you know, as I, they tell, as I always tell people, the worst thing it's going to have, the worst side effect that our, our types of products will have is, is that it may actually make you feel good. So that's our disclaimer. If we ever have a commercial, that's what we're going to say. <laughs> Consult your doctor if you're starting to feel signs of happiness, mm-hmm. okay? Because that may be a sign of some rare condition that you've never been exposed to. <laughs> so, so please go on our site, learn about it, start doing it now. If they decide they want to try our product, uh, especially the green energy, uh, we have we're going to be setting up a discount for them. So if they just go on and hit the and type in the promo code Lori, mm-hmm. um, they will be able to get twenty percent off of their purchase. So oh, wonderful! Okay, great. I didn't know that. That's that's great, and like I said, it's really easy. All you need is a, a blender, ice, water, and the scoops are in. Yeah, you know? and, 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 and I I I like, you know, you mentioned to add a fruit, and the banana gives it to me the best texture. Like I've it. tried different type, but it's like I'm just going with the banana. Yeah, I, I love it myself personally. And in in this day and age, again, you don't even need a blender. Just mm-hmm. you know how everybody carries around a yep. shaker. They could just put in a shaker. Yep. And just the way they go, it's easy. It's convenient. It's affordable. I like that malt kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Well, good. Well, thank you so much, Franco, for being with us. And again, you can um, you can get a hold of Franco a couple of different ways. You can call if you have any questions at eight hundred. Two four seven seven nine one zero. That's uh, 800-247-7910. Or you can email him at info at my nourish. And I'm going to spell that N-U-R-I, <coughs> I, only one I, <laughs> I-S-H.com. <laughs> That's my and then nourish, N-U-R-I-S-H.com. And you can also um, just put in My Nourish on Facebook, too, and like them there and, and get more information. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And again, Franco, thank you so much thank for your you. time today. Really, uh, it was a very interesting conversation. And um, our next show will be on Thursday, and we're going to have uh, PK Bevel with us talking about the Virtual Dementia Tour and uh, Second Wind um, Foundation, which is doing some really cool things for for seniors and people with dementia. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye now. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.